morning, friends. It's Thursday, March 3rd, and this is Daily Prayers. Welcome. I'm Pastor Randall Friesen, and today in our reading of the Scripture, we are going to look at how God promises us good things in our lives. But sometimes those things, those good things, only come through difficult, tough times. Why is that? We'll take a look at that in a minute, and then we'll pray together before we go off into the day. But today, it's good to be with you. This Thursday, I am wearing a new sweater that just came to our house. This is a sweater made by uh, Johanna's new company, uh, New Nor- New Northern Apparel is their company, New Northern Apparel. And Lorley actually bought this, but it kind of fits me too. So whoever gets to it first in the morning, and I did this morning because I beat her out of the house. So I grabbed the sweater. Uh, you can see that the buttons are on the feminine side. So I'm just going to overlook that today because it fits really well. And it's cozy and it's comfortable. And this wool actually is soft. So I'm going to do a little commercial right here, right now. If you like good quality wool um, garments, you need to check out their website, which is newnorthern.ca. Newnorthern.ca. Did you know, where am I here? Did you know that Besides being an eco-friendly and sustainable choice, wool just feels good. It's warm and breathable, water-repellent, and once it does get wet, it can hold up to 30% of its weight in water before it starts to feel wet. Wool is fire-resistant, biodegradable, and a necessary byproduct of sheep production. Isn't that kind of cool? And this stuff is like soft. It doesn't itch. Like, this stuff is really soft. She says... Our wool is generally about 20 microns. Some people can wear it next to the skin without a problem. Others might prefer it as an outer layer. That's kind of a cool thing. And this is from Nathan and Johanna. In fall of 2020, they left their, we left our home of nearly a decade in Wisconsin and moved back to Saskatchewan, where Johanna grew up. Everything we sell is made in our little home on the Saskatchewan prairie, and every item is designed, knit, and hand-finished by Johanna. We use 100% New Zealand grown wool spun in a Canadian fiber mill. And I think their goal is one day to use all Canadian sheep as well. But this stuff is really soft. So you need to go to their website and just check it out. New Northern Apparel. It's The website is newnorthern, newnorthern.ca. So it's www.newnorthern.ca. Check it out. Uh, it's it's pricey and it lasts forever. It's supposed to last for a long time and it's comfortable and cozy. You might want to check it out, but I thought this morning, hey, I, <laughs> I was the first one to the sweater, so I should do a little commercial. It's really kind of really cozy stuff. It's a comfortable sweater. Orly is another sweater from her as well. And there's toques and there's scarves and there's headbands and all kinds of kind of really cool stuff in there. Even some leggings i guess they do leggings for children which keep the kids warm through winter it's a good thing to check out you should do that that's that's as close as i get to a commercial and she doesn't even know i'm doing that i stole this from her website at newnorthern.ca check them out if you like wool if you're into wool and you're into quality clothing check it out yeah that's that's as far as I get for a commercial unless it's for some kind of a, a pizzeria. But nobody's called me to sponsor uh, pizza commercials, to sponsor this little program with pizza or anything else for that matter. 
And yes, we have been reading through the Psalm 119. It's that big, chunky psalm, that huge psalm that is, you can't just mow through in one reading. And what I've been finding is as we go on, it's, it's an acrostic, and so each, each, each passage, each chapter is one Hebrew letter uh, that it's focusing on. And what we're finding is that so much of it is, is focusing on the, the, re, the writer's attention to the Word of God. Uh, the decrees and the laws of God. And so you'll find that he brings it up a, a lot of the way through, so far at least. I don't know if he changes his his direction as we go through this psalm, but so far it's been a lot about how he values the Word of God, how we should value the Word of God as well. But today we're going to the next one, Psalm 119, verse 65 to 72. The next Hebrew letter uh, which is Teth. Teth. 65, verse 65. You have done many good things for me, Lord, just as you promised. I believe in your commands. Now teach me good judgment and knowledge. I used to wander off until you disciplined me, but now I closely follow your word. You're good and, only, and do only good. Teach me your decrees. Arrogant people smear me with lies, but in truth I obey your commandments with all my heart. Their hearts are dull and stupid, but I delight in your instructions. My suffering was good for me, for it taught me to pay attention to your decrees. Your instructions are more valuable to me than millions in gold and silver. The word of the Lord for us, friends. God promises us good things. The writer, the, 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 the poet who wrote this, reminds us God has promised us good things in, in verse 65 here. And he uses language like, I believe, in verse 66, I believe, now teach me. I believe you, but now I need to be taught. Isn't that the way it is for all of us? We start out with belief, but then we need to be taught. If we, if we just hang on belief... Our faith and our belief grows thin over time, and it doesn't sustain, and it doesn't hold up. We need to be taught the values of God. We need to be shown how to live the life and how to walk it out. We need to be taught how to obey. And so the writer of this psalm says, I believe, now teach me, Lord. Teach me, in verse 68, teach me your decrees. Teach me your word. Teach me your your law. Teach me your insights, Lord. Be my teacher, Father. And friends, this is a very humble posture to admit to ourselves and to admit to our Creator that we can't do it ourselves, that we need Him to teach us, to be our teacher. I believe, now teach me. Uh, it's a very humble posture to, to accept. Well, how does God teach us? How does he, he teach the author, the, the poet, and how does he teach us? Well, verse 67 starts to get really clear. The writer says, I used to wander off. I used to wander off. Do you ever just wander off in your faith? Do you ever just forget to pick up your Bible for a whole week and then realize it's Sunday again? It's a good thing you get to go back to church to remember that your faith is something and it's real and God is alive and trying to do some things in us because sometimes, friends, we just wander off. As did the writer. I used to wander off until you disciplined 
me until you disciplined me. See, sometimes we think discipline is a bad thing, an evil thing, a harsh thing. No, 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 no. It's a helpful thing when done right. Whether you're a parent with your child, whatever the context, whether you're God with your children, discipline, good discipline done well is a wonderful blessing. It is a gift to us. Although we don't always see that or feel that it's a gift to us in the moment. Uh, I used to wander off until you disciplined me, but now I follow, it says in verse 67. Now I follow you because of the discipline you've presented and you've done in my life, you brought into my life. And then verse, verse 71, it gets even more specific. Yeah, you disciplined me, but verse 71 says, my suffering was good for me. See, there was discipline happening and it looked like suffering, as it does for us sometimes. Sometimes we go through times of suffering, financial suffering, uh, relational suffering, physical suffering, emotional suffering. What is God doing here in this moment of suffering? Is he at work in this moment? Yeah, most often he is, if we're willing to learn. My suffering, he says, was good for me, verse 71, because it taught me, he says, to pay attention to you and to your decrees. The suffering taught the poet how to pay attention, how to be present, how to walk with God on a daily basis. You see, friends, if we don't have that discipline in our lives, we're just going to wander off. We're just going to wander away and, and not pay attention. But suffering, friends, can actually be good for you. And act, suffering can actually be a discipline used by God in our lives to refocus us, to help us to pay attention to what God is trying to do in our lives. And friends, this is very humbling to admit, we as human beings, to admit that we are limited, we are sometimes faithless, we wander off and we're undisciplined. Sometimes that's hard to own. But part of the key of growing in this is that we are humbled. And we are humble enough to come and say, yeah, that's me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. I repent. I am sorry. And this is humility. This is submission. And friends, this is faith. This is what faith looks like. And the opposite of humble certainly is in verse 69. Arrogant people who lie, in verse 70, whose hearts are dull and stupid. Arrogant people, not humble people, they just get on with their life and they deny God and they lie and they become, what did he say, dull and stupid. Yeah, pretty much. And the writer finds that God's instructions, finally, he says, he finds that God's instructions to him are, are more valuable than silver and gold, than millions in silver and gold, he says. There is spiritual value over physical, over financial gain. Here it is again. Physical value does nothing compared to the spiritual value that we receive from God in life. Worth all the gold and silver, uh, millions in gold and silver. This is worth it, friends. This is worth it. And God wants to do these things in your life today. So let me lead us in prayer for this. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you that your word is so clear in these moments about how you want to teach us how you want to teach us your decrees. And sometimes we do wander off. Forgive us, Lord. We repent. In humility, we repent. 
Father, teach us, discipline us, lead us back, help us to pay attention, teach us to pay attention and not to wander off, but to pay attention to your decrees and let us live in this place of humility. I pray this blessing today now for all of my friends who might be going through times of suffering. Would you show us how that could lead to life for us and help us to be paying attention to you? Watch out for us today. Keep us in the grip of your grace, in the grip of your care and your love, because you do promise us so many good things. I pray your favor and your blessing upon each of us today in good things, in good ways. Thank you, Father. To the glory of God now, we pray through the name of Jesus. Amen. Friends, are you becoming convinced yet that Jesus, that God loves you? Through all these scriptures, his fingerprints of love are all over the place. And he loves you, cares about you. He's going to be with you this very day. He's going to walk with you. He's going to be present to you. And he's going to discipline you if that's needed. He's going to help you to pay attention, which often is needed. He's going to help you not to wander off, which is needed. So my friends, go to God in a posture of humility and receive what he has for you today because he loves you. If you want to contact me, you can send a note by email to thefieldpastor at gmail.com. That's always available. Our website is thefieldpastor.com, and that's our YouTube channel where all these videos are held. You can go back. There's over 400 of them now to, to look, to dig up an old one, an old lesson. You can do that. But remember, we're praying for you, and we're pulling for you, and we hope you're going to be okay today. Lord willing, we'll see you again next time for some more uh, daily prayers. But for now, may God be close. Bye-bye.